Oh, pop culture pros, don't you dare be sour. Clap for your world famous podcasters and feel the power. It's the four quarter show. Yes, it is. I am your hostess with the mostest, aka Mr. Swiss Roll, the main event, the showstopper. <laughs> and as you can see right behind me over here, you see my championship belt, the halftime champion as well. And as always, I'm joined by the number two to my Dr. Evil, the Scotty to my Jordan, the Conseco to my Maguire. A line. That was a pretty good opening today, Malo. Uh, and right behind me, I got my llama. I know some of you guys uh, are are fans of the llama, so he's always behind me. And how was your weekend, Malo? It wasn't. It wasn't bad. It was. It was rather interesting. You know, got back into you know our workout groove. Me and you, not on this solo trip anymore. So it felt good. It felt good. How about you? Uh, my weekend went well, uh, except for the fact that I lost another week of the halftime championship. So congratulations to you. And I present you with your coquito. Ooh, wh- where'd you get this from? This is a special coquito. Special? You, you won't you- find this coquito anywhere else because ba- this Palacio is de los Jugos? not there. This is Sedanos. the Quattro Coquito right here. Quattro Coquito. Made specifically by me. So you got homemade Coquito right here. So there you go. Ooh, uh, you uh, enjoy are that. Gonna, are we going to have this recipe on uh, the four quarters? Uh... Yes. Quattro Coquito will be on the Instagram. And that is not just any Coquito, but that's actually Nutella Ooh, that's a Nutella flavored one. So how do you, you know I like that? How do you know I like Nutella? Because everyone loves Nutella. I don't know. You'd be surprised. There's a lot of people that don't like it. <laughs> oh, this looks like Nutella. It looks like Nutella. Just, just look at it. Here's my cup. Oops. Let's pour some of that. Let's try it right now. And then you can uh, you can tell me how it tastes. Ooh, spilling some coquito already. You can tell I've had enough of it. Oh. Alright, so for all our other listeners, if you want the recipe and the ingredients for this Quattro Coquito Nutella recipe, it's going to be on our Instagram, and I'll tell you everything I used and how much of it. So, well, let's see if he likes it, because if not... Alright, cheers. Cheers. Four quarters. Cruzy's coming soon, so you can purchase. Hmm. Bro. Hmm. Oh, my God. Hmm. I, mean, I don't even know what you're gonna say right now. I feel like I gotta be honest about it. This I, is this is delicious. I was honest about uh, what you call it, the mamey shake that you forced mm. me to drink. Wow, I've been pretty pretty honest with the. Uh, sorry there. <laughs> it's okay. A lot of the wine you've brought or that I've asked for, and this coquito. I have to say, tastes really. Freaking good. <laughs> oh my god, it's amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. This is uh this is my little special coquito. Might go on sale. If anybody if anybody wants coquito, DM us. 
Uh, we'll have some special coquito orders ready for you. Now, to get started with the four quarter show, Melo loves my coquito. I ended up winning today. He got some vanilla wafers. Yo, sir. There you go. For, for the coquito. So you for the coquito. Boop. And now, let me explain to you how Four Quarters works for all our new listeners and for our previous listeners. Let me get started. Four Quarters is a sports debate show where Melo and myself debate sports for Four Quarters. Each quarter is from 10 to 15 minutes long. And we also have a halftime and an overtime. Halftime, we wager on games, talk about this coming weekend, and who will be next week's halftime champion, depending on the results. And then we have overtime where we discuss anything and everything other than sports, movies, books, whatever we want, news, time person of the year like we did last week. So anything can happen, especially if you comment on the comments. We can discuss maybe what you bring up. So that's four quarters. Anything else? Mellow. Um, don't forget about, you know, your halftime champion, of course. You know, anytime, okay. like I said, whoever wins, you'll see, tune into halftime, you'll see what we pick for this upcoming week. Whoever wins, the other person has to bring a choice of whether it's food, a drink, might start doing punishments, you know. I, I'm kind of getting kind of bored of, you know, winning all the time. I feel like I need, I need you to do something for me. All right, we'll see about that. Usually those challenges are for pay-per-view events. Oh, you're so right. we will see because we do have a couple of ideas coming. Maybe uh, another title. Maybe a couple of other titles coming up. So we'll see. We'll I see. Mean, uh, let's put 12 minutes on the clock. Melo, Giannis, biggest news today. Today on four quarters. The day that we have our podcast, Giannis signs the Supermax. For everyone who doesn't know what a Supermax is, that is when a player uh, it, who got drafted by that team signs with that team, and they're the only team that are able to give them the largest contract other than any other team. So he signed the Supermax, which is five years, um, a whole bunch of money a year, some ridiculous amount. What do you think? Are you surprised? Did you expect this? So he, his whole entire max contract is worth... Two hundred and twenty-eight point two million dollars. That is the highest valued NBA contract right now. And I, I believe I told you this just me and you talking. It's hard money to pass up, man. The the he came from Greece where he was literally selling trinkets on the street, you know. We didn't have like you know the best his brothers i believe all shared the same basketball shoots sometimes had to miss practice to go to work like he grew up hard like in a hard life and had to grind so being offered this money man i feel like you have to take it it doesn't matter i get it championships you know they'll come and go but at one point you know you have to start thinking about other people you have to start thinking about your family you know he's got brothers he's just starting his family too you know with his i don't think she's his wife but his baby mama you know his his kid like it it's a lot and you know at the same time he wants to get back to his family back in greece you know mom and his other brothers so i completely understand this a little disappointed because you know you kind of wanted to see him in in some you know heat gear but hey i completely understand it's money that you can't pass up uh giannis uh, he he did what Shaq does. Shaq says, who's paying me the most? Because that's where I'm going. So I'm never going to disagree with someone who picks all the money and stays with the team. Now, as far as making money, I still feel, you know, any anywhere you go, he's going to make the money. He's the best in the world. But there's nothing better than guaranteed money. 
And right now that money's going to go in his pocket. So respect to him. Respect to him staying with a team that um, isn't really much of a... Uh, that has that culture to go get players for him. And people don't really want to go play in Milwaukee, so that's going to be tough for them. It's going to be interesting to see where they go with Milwaukee and what players they get now. But it does help Milwaukee in the long run because now that Giannis is signed, they know he's there for the next five years, so they can start building around him and not have to worry. But there's no debating here on anything. Just shout out to... Uh, to Giannis for getting that five-year Supermax and doing something that most players don't do in his position. You know, that's something LeBron ended up leaving Cleveland. Anthony Davis, you know, left the Pelicans. Mind you, he was a little older, but still, usually teams leave these kind of these organizations that nobody wants to go play for. So you said something here that, that I want to go back to, especially for, you know, our, our long-time four-quarters listeners. Shout out, Cheese. See you, Cheese. You said... Giannis is the best in the world. I thought best in the world made it to the NBA Finals. How is he the best in the world then? You might want to explain that to yeah, you know, me um, and, the, and the audience that are probably questioning you just as much as I am right now. Yeah, no, you're absolutely correct. I, I misquoted myself. I'm glad you corrected. I'm glad you were aware. Uh, LeBron is the best player in the world. I guess when I say Giannis is the best player in the world, it's because he's right there at I feel many people are the best players in this league. LeBron, LeBron is the best player in the world. Uh, Giannis is not the best player in the world. So thank you for correcting me. I'll, I'll, fix, I'll fix your statement. Kevin Durant is the best player in the world. But you know, you know he's not. You know he's not the best. KD's going to be the next. So going with Gabby, so is, is he going to refollow all his teammates on, on IG and Twitter and all this again? That's a good point. Uh, I hope he does. Because at this point, I mean, maybe not because, hey, he does the, the Harden route and trade me. With, with four, four years left on his contract. Who knows? Who knows these days? Well, and well, what she's saying, look, that him winning one would mean a lot. And I, I guess it's the same thing as the LeBron James route. Him winning one in Cleveland was a big deal, even though, you know, I still find the ones in Miami almost slightly better, not trying to be I feel, it's di- I feel it's different for LeBron, though, because he's from Cleveland. He's from there. So for him, it was different to win it there. I don't think this is going to mean anything for Giannis. It'll just mean he won a championship. I don't think it's going to be to the LeBron caliber where I brought a championship to my home to where I live. Will it be a big deal? Of course. He's going to be up in, that, in, that, in those names of players who stay with organizations and won championships, but I don't think it's com- really that comparable to LeBron's situation. else credit that's name is not lebron james that's i'm not saying you see after you're recording me because i'm gonna give giannis all the credit in the world i'm just saying i'm just saying it's not as meaningful to giannis as it is to lebron a championship they're both equally meaningful i'm just saying and what cheese is saying um i don't think it's to that caliber where for lebron it meant that much because he brought a championship to cleveland where everyone assumes cleveland is just you know where people go to not win and just you go to lose I guess. What does that happen in the league now? Does uh, does that mean everything else is open? Uh, we have Harden, who was you know who wants to leave to every other team in the NBA. Apparently, uh, do you think that changes what players or what teams want to want to get him now? That Giannis is going to be unavailable. Uh, does that change things for the Mountain Heat since we were trying to get him? I think it does. I think now it just puts other people in play where you're like, okay, this is what you know what Milwaukee has now. It, it's enough to, you know, compete, be a top four, three seed. But besides that, I don't see them beating the Clippers. I don't see them beating the Lakers. I probably don't even see them beating the Nets. So I don't even see them getting out of the East. 
So now with Harden making himself very clear that he's not happy in Houston. Who getting out of the East? The Bucks. Oh, the, you don't see the Bucks getting out of the East? No. With Giannis? Oh, you mean to the Eastern Conference Finals? Like out of uh, like out of the East, as in like to so the make finals. It to the cha- oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. So I th- really think, man, Harden's got to go somewhere, and Philadelphia looks nice. I don't really think him in in uh, Brooklyn would work out, but ah, uh, I've said it last week, and I'll say it again. Bring the beard to the three oh five. Bring him to Miami. We. I don't care what people say right now. All this, oh, he might know how to play. He's not going to be the culture. Shut up. Open up your arms because the beard here would be amazing. Not only is he going to be killing it at the AAA, he's going to be killing it at KOD, Scarlets, Tootsies, Playmates, BTs, BTs on the river. Yes, I know too many of these uh, gentlemen's joints. But I would love Harden here. Who causes them gentlemen's joints? But good, got it. Gentlemen's joints, ladies and gentlemen, is where Melo is going. Uh, I think the Heat should should be careful of how much they give away and for depending on who they get. I do not want to trade half of our roster for Beal. I am not opposed to trading a good amount of people for Harden. I think we talked about this earlier, you and I today where certain situations teams trade all their players or assets to get a star player i don't hold beal to that caliber where i will trade my whole roster for him uh this is a league of stars so if you tell me you got buckets and harden that dynamic duel you trade a couple players and some picks i feel it'll be it'll be so important because they can compete with Kyrie and and durant and i think for sure harden and butler will be will be the uh, the Bucks. I think a lot of teams will beat the Bucks. Uh, Cheese here says the Bucks uh, did some great moves. They did do great moves, but I don't see them having a bench. I don't see anything else there. Now they have favorites. to. They have to. Re, you know, they have to redo chemistry. See how this team works. Who knows if they're going to work out? That's why I think he signed the five-year deal because he wants to give them wiggle room to get players. You didn't mention Bam Adebayo, which is also another key piece for them. I think that's a good big three: Bam, Buckets, and. And Harden, I think that's going to be an unstoppable force there. And then, like you said, like Gab here, see, Harden goes where the best strip clubs are at. I just, I just named strip club. Oh, gentlemen's joints. Remember, yeah, gentlemen's, gentlemen's joints. joints. I'm sorry. That's sorry. Got to try to keep Mello, it PG. That's where Melo goes. I'm he goes to, to gentlemen's joints. And it's look, if you trade for Harden, you're going to get. You, you might. We can probably even lure like a JJ Redick here. I love like JJ Redick, man. Give me some JJ Redick. He's an amazing sharpshooter. We were talking about him. He would he would have fit perfect in the Lakers, but I think he's one of those players that you plug in, and I think it's going to be helpful for Zion on the Pelicans. They still have him. So, what is that? Yeah. Drew looks like a very easy piece to add. So I like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Holiday's good, but we're making Holiday sound like a superstar. What, when, when did Holiday become this the, the answer to winning a championship? I don't understand. People keep talking about Holiday like if he's the next coming of, of Magic Johnson. Oh, the 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 Bucks got got Drew got Drew Holiday. You know what that means? They're they're making him sound they got Damian Lillard all of a sudden. When when did Holiday become Damian Lillard? People are really telling me hey, they got Drew Holiday. Now they're gonna win a championship. It's crazy. The third piece to who else? Chris Middleton? Are you Chris Middleton is barely barely an All Star. I don't even know how that guy makes the All-Star games. Are people not available to play? They need a scrap that you have to have point guards and everything. Just put straight up ballers. I don't care if a team has straight centers. I don't understand how Chris Middleton keeps making, keeps making All-Star games. Uh, I think it. 
he's getting the Anthony Davis treatment just because he I don't he played in New Orleans. I, I don't understand that either. They made it seem like he was this magnificent. Yes, you know, he's, signing. He's and still I an all star. He's still an all star, but it doesn't mean he's that superstar caliber player star. A lot of people make all stars. It doesn't mean that they're gonna they're a key piece to winning a championship. It's why the Bucks keep failing and not making a championship because you're stuck with Chris Middleton, because you're stuck with players like that. Giannis needs needs ballers, not guys like Chris Middleton who show up every three games, two games, maybe. And what she said, Bam isn't an all star in the West, and you're absolutely right, he isn't. But, you know, he is in the East because here, at least on this side, it's a lot easier. Yeah, so. and I'm pretty sure Giannis would rather have Bam than Chris Middleton. Bam is consistent. <laughs> Bam will give you 18 to 20 points, 10 rebounds, and he does what he has to do, which is why the Heat made it to the championship with Bam. It did. It would have like, probably this, been a different this series isn't, if This isn't like me. crazy. This isn't crazy. Chris Middleton is not the guy. They need to let him go. They wasted money on him. They, they did. I mean, but you know what? They aren't the team that wasted the most money. Because let me, uh, let me tell you this right here. I'm going to just name it off. So we have Giannis is the highest valued NBA contract at $228.2 million. After that, we got Westbrook. Brooke. Then Curry. Then AD. Five is Clay, And number six, sitting at $180 million. Is none other than your boy, Tobias Harris. Aye, man, that's another guy that we talked about. He's in that and, Chris Middleton stratosphere. Right, right under him, Chris Middleton, 177.5. He's so, not worth that money. How do you let go of Jimmy Butler and sign Tobias Harris? No one. That's the last thing. No wonder Jimmy Butler said, I'm out this thing. They traded, I mean, they signed Tobias Harris, and Jimmy Butler goes, Really? Tobias Harris? You think Tobias, you plug in Tobias Harris and take out Jimmy Butler, he does that for the Heat? Hell no. <laughs> we, wouldn't, we would be like the seventh or AC. We'd be there fighting with, uh, with the Wizards to see who's worse in that division. All right, that's the end of the first quarter. We got the Giannis Supermax contract out of the way. We talked about some uh, James Harden and the beard. Yeah, which I want to go back to Carlos for a second before he goes, Look at how many they don't leave. None of them left. They got traded. It wasn't that they left. It wasn't like the only person that who left was what Trevor Ariza. That's a debate for next week. We should definitely talk about that because uh, there are issues with Harden that I did address last week. But I mean that's something for another week because he Carlos has a point. Also that, but the Heat do have Heat culture. So all right, let's <laughs> move on to to quarter number two. Set the clock on and quarter number two. Mello, let's talk about your boy. This man has some of the best basketball shoes in the NBA. Kyrie Irving, what's up with him in the media? We dabbled on this last week. He came out and said, technically you and I are part of the media. Mm -hmm. He said, we're pawns. He said, we are pawns. And he doesn't want to, he doesn't even talk to us. Uh, I take this so offensively when, you know, the media gets bashed. And I feel like this past, man, 2020, everyone out there, I don't care what your views are. The media has taken the biggest beating of this, worse than people getting COVID. I feel like the media has taken the worst beating this year. And it, it's just not fair because the media now has got it. I know I'm going into a tangent here, not even talking about sports. The media now has come between people considering Twitter fingers, media. Or Instagram models or whatever they are doing on IG, media. And that's not media. 
media is your reporters, your people who are actually out there, you know, trying to find out what the right news is, not just reporting whatever's first, actually going through investigating. You know, it's a very touchy subject for me, so I don't want to get too much into it. But, and Kyrie's one of them that he's like, you know, I get, he just doesn't want to get asked the tough questions. You know, what his issue is, is he says something like the whole LeBron James. Well, he didn't say LeBron James. He said the whole player thing that he trusts KD now more than any other player he's played with. And then when people want to be like, oh, are you talking about LeBron James? He doesn't want to answer those tough questions. And that's what the biggest issue is. He doesn't want to answer the tough questions because you know what? Unfortunately, Kyrie hasn't done anything without LeBron. He's looked really bad in in uh, Boston and last year as well. Hopefully this year he can change it around. And maybe after that, you know, he'll be better. Because Shaq was one of those as well that towards the end of his career, he didn't want to be answering nothing to the media. He was all like, okay, you know, I'll take the fine. And you know what? I'm going to go home. So, I don't know. I know you have a different perspective. Kyrie, you need to shut up and... I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, I just love that. Shut up and dribble comments. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Uh, Kyrie, dude, listen. I, I don't think you're a superstar. I don't think you're that great. I think you're an amazing and one player. I think you can, you're, an, you're a great basketball player. But I might put you up there with that Chris Middleton. I'm just kidding. Not Chris Middleton. He's not the number one guy. He's definitely a number two guy. But that's just because what he says of why I have a, you know my situation with Kyrie. I think he's a number two guy, not a number one guy. The point about Kyrie everything that's going on right now is he's just so everywhere. He's so trying to prove one point, but then trying to prove another one and then making himself look wrong by proving one point. And I think he confuses himself because I see where his heart's at. I see what he tries to say, but he doesn't articulate himself correctly. And it's primarily his fault. He needs to... He, he has people for this. He needs people needs to tell him what to say, but he just goes out with his heart. And I feel he wears his heart on his sleeve and he just goes with it. He says, he clarified recently, he said he wasn't referring to the media as pawns. He was just referring to wanting to protect his voice and his platform. He doesn't want us to uh, flip around what he says. But Kyrie, you are saying these things where it's blatantly and easy to see what you're trying to say. It's not, we're not, we're not making, making these things up. You are saying these things. And even someone like me, who I'm not some 30 year Skip Bayless journalist can read into what you're saying. I, I understand what you're trying to say. And it's kind of, it kind of, dude, makes no sense because now you're out here saying that you just want to put out your word and you don't want any distractions and you just want to put your team first. This is a, a distraction. If you would have said that from the beginning, that would have been golden. If you would have said, look, I really don't want to speak to the media today. I kind of wish I just want to put my team first. That would have been a completely different narrative. We're like, okay, we'll see where his head's at. But you come out with trying to be Drake or trying to be all these things, giving us some, like, just some curves and writing whatever you want to write. It's so confusing. And Drake might not be a good example, but I don't understand what he's trying to do. <laughs> Drake was definitely not a good example. It's the coquito, bro. I, <laughs> but I get what you're saying. Um, <sighs> Kyrie, man, just... I don't know if maybe he's just not elaborating on what, what it is because... It's frustrado. He's I mean, frustrated. My man is frustrated. Then we have like the... He thinks the world is flat. He but thought. Then, he corrected himself too recently. But I'm saying then you thought he said, you said he corrected. So it's all about, you know, elaborating yourself, Kyrie. But even then I knew what he was trying to say. He was trying to do the whole Kanye West thing where... Where he doesn't want to be told to believe something, you know? And I totally understand that. You know, Kanye has that, has that mentality where... 
he doesn't want to be a Democrat because they're telling him to be a Democrat. And as a, as us, you know, minorities, they tell us, oh, we should be Democrats depending depend on the government uh, to depend on the government to help us. And he feels, why should I? Why should that be my only mentality? Like he wants to think both ways. And I respect that about Kanye being open-minded. And I think that's what Kyrie tries to do, but he does it. He does it in the most outlandish way possible by saying the Earth is flat. Dude, that is science. Like that's not even some Kanye West does it in a in in, in Kanye the way Kanye West tried to do it made sense. You know, Democrats, Republican. It just happens to be that politics is so controversial that it's it, it it was it was bigger. The thing with Kyrie is that he's proving a point with something dumb. So, <laughs> besides that, let's move on to the actual star of that team. But unfortunately, he's not going to be the star because Kyrie's going to want to be the number one guy. Not gonna want. What are the expectations on KD uh, coming back from his Achilles injury? For those who don't know, uh, Kevin Durant hasn't played for like almost a year and a half now. Um, yeah, I think it's at a uh, five hundred something days. Yes, and at the time he was uh, arguably the best player in the planet when he got hurt. So we finally have that star caliber player back, but in a new team, no longer in the Warriors. What are your expectations? Should be they be high? Is it championship or bust? What's going on? I absolutely think it's it's at least getting to the finals or bust. If you don't get there, you you got to do something. You're gonna get rid of uh, uh what is it? Dinwiddie, somebody. Uh, you got to get rid of somebody. Oh, we're blaming Dinwiddie. Let's go with Dinwiddie. Ta- trade Kyrie for Harden now. I don't understand what they're waiting for. No go way. Ahead. You can't do that. I would. I don't. I would. I don't See, this is why I don't I think don't they're gonna. Ha- I, this I is why care. I don't think they're gonna have an issue. They are best friends. It's not like so were Harden, so were Harden and and Westbrook. No, nah, I don't think they were. They best were best friends. Like they grew up together. They played AAU ball. They knew each other since they were ten or twelve. All of a sudden, now they, they don't want to be in the same team anymore. That's like saying that Melo and LeBron James are best friends. Maybe they know better. Maybe they know better. Melo and LeBron knew. Hey, you know what? They're not. Nah, Kyrie wants to be the guy. He's in a. That's why he said it's finally. It's about time I have a guy who could take the last shot like me. I, oh, so you're gonna be the one to control. You're the one controlling the narrative. You're. It's gonna be your shot. And just in case, I'll give it to KD. No, no. KD. No. KD is the one who's gonna handle the ball. He he. With his statement, it's it was very clear that he is okay deferring to Kevin Durant. He's, but the fact that he says but it's in ball, in it's ball okay. It? What do you mean it's okay? You're different. You, it, it's KD's team. KD runs the ball, and it's okay that KD wants to give you the ball. Not oh, it's okay. I'll defer. What do you mean you'll defer? Yeah, because in Boston it was all him. It was it was all, all him. him. They they played better without Kyrie Irving. Okay, but when he was out there, it was it was it was almost like this Odell Beckham situation where everything was so centered around Kyrie. With this, he doesn't have to worry Kyrie about. Kyrie doesn't know how to KD play. is gonna be Katie is gonna be there, and he's gonna take off so much. Kyrie, you know what Kyrie. it is. I, you know what? Here's here's where it stems from. Kyrie cannot be the number one guy. That's his problem. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. our. That's the issue, and I think I didn't articulate in the beginning. I, I will. That give was that my to Kyrie you. moment right there. I should have said from the beginning. Kyrie is not a number one guy. When he if he accepts the number two role and KD is the guy and KD comes back, I will say right now they'll they'll make it to the championship. They might even compete with the Heat. It's gonna be tough because we do have Bam, and I don't know who's gonna stop Bam because KD won't be able to handle him. So it'll be interesting, but Kyrie Kyrie cannot be the guy, and if he puts down KD, it's gonna be a problem. Uh, the Nets have a gentleman that's seven feet tall called Jared Island, I believe. He can stop Bam, unfortunately. That's a good point. I forgot about him. Hopefully they don't trade him. Uh, moving on to one of my favorite, 
favorite topics right now. Is LaMelo Ball already a better basketball player than Lonzo Ball after like me, like one preseason together, game? That's what we're called, LaMelo? Is that, is that me and you? That's true. That's a, that's a good point. <laughs> but tell me, is LaMelo Ball already a better basketball player than Lonzo? So The answer is yes. <laughs> I want to do this one. I'm going to take this one because the answer is yes. LaMelo is already a better basketball player than Lonzo. He has what Lonzo has lacked since the beginning of his NBA career, and that's confidence. He doesn't have the confidence LaMelo does, and I'm going to attribute that to Lonzo helping LaMelo handle these situations, probably guiding him, giving him advice, and also showing him, hey, don't listen to dad. You know, Lonzo went through the ups and downs of having LaVar and having LaVar say all these things, but look at what LaMelo's been through. His dad said, hey, we're getting out of high school, taking you to Lithuania, put you in the Lithuanian league, take you out of there, put you in this this uh, this bullshit league for the Triple B league that didn't do anything, and then we're going to put you in Australia. <laughs> this kid has gone to all these different leagues all around the world, you know, and played well in each and every one of them. Now, the Triple Basketball League was, was a joke, but still, he put up numbers and he played well. And Australia, granted, it was for like a, like a week or two or what he played, a couple games, but he played well too. He brings the confidence that Lonzo lacks. And after one preseason game, I, he looks he looks like a stud out there. I will say he did surprise me a lot in that one preseason game. He it's and it's exactly what you said. He looks like he's reeking this confidence of, you know what? I'm gonna go out there ball, and if you don't like me, so be it. I'm still gonna go out there and I'm still gonna ball it up, and that's what he did. I mean, I think they lost, but. It's still preseason. They're still getting their, their legs together. But just the way he passes, it looks so much smoother. His shot looks so much smoother. And I think I have to attribute it to him, yeah, distancing himself from his dad. Not so much, uh, what is it, Lonzo. But I want to attribute it more to him going overseas and basically making himself his own. Not following, okay, you know, I got to be like my brother. No, he went and he said, I'm going to take a different route. And look at that. I didn't think him doing that was going to get him to the NBA. And it got him drafted third overall. That's huge. No, I, so I, I, I think he grinded and grinded, made himself better through all, all this. And I, I want to attribute it to him. I'm going to give him the credit. He's been, he's been a YouTube star for many years, shooting his three-pointers, scoring. Didn't he score 70 or 90 points in a game once? Something ridiculous like, Something that. like that. You know, So he's, he's been doing crazy stuff like that, taking these shots. Uh, but that growth spurt... I think that definitely gave him some confidence, <laughs> man. That, that that he's he's a he's a tall kid now. I think. Uh, oh, he's the tallest ball, right? I uh, probably honestly. Uh, but real quick, what about what about your boy uh, Jello? What happened? He got dropped by the Pistons. Real quick, tell me tell me what's going on with Jello. Man, poor Jello doesn't catch a break. I feel you, man. You don't catch a break, man. Jello, hey J- Jello, we See, love you. Jello's one that should have man. That's why I'm saying Lamelo was able to take the good and bad from both of his brother's experiences. He saw, oh, you know, Dad wanted to take him out of UCLA. Oh no, I'm not gonna let Dad do that to me. I'm Jello's gonna like go the and do what I want to do. Jello just made a mistake. You know what? Here's the problem with Jello. His dad didn't worry about him too much. He was worried about the older one and then the little one who had the best shot. And then Jello was just like, wasn't be Jello. You know what? I think Jello stealing those glasses was a cry for help. He needed attention. <laughs> he needed some more love. That's what it was. 
But Jello, man, we we no no jokes aside, four quarter show is rooting for you, man. Yeah, we man. really hope you make a team. We hope you can, because I think we've all been there where we fail, and we just want to keep pushing and pushing, succeeding. And this is just gonna push you to be better. So, absolutely, never give up the grind. All right, so that's the end of the of quarter number two. Let's move on to mellow, and we're talking about this mellow over here, not any of these ball mellows. Uh, yeah, first off, that's La Mello. There's only one other Mello, and that's Mello, Carmelo Jello. Anthony. I know. I think it's... He's La Mello. I, I, any people get that right. It's La Mello. It's not Mello. All right. There's so only one Mello on, in the NBA right now. Move on to halftime, where we have our current halftime champion in Mello. For all of you guys who, who tune in or new viewers, halftime, this is, this is the point where me and Mello talk about games that we're going to bet on this week to see who takes the halftime championship home next Tuesday. Next Tuesday, the NBA begins also. So we'll see if we go on live at this time. I don't know what you guys think. Let us know. Um, but if not, we will bring a special NBA edition, maybe. Who knows? Uh, but yes, let's talk about Melo's the current halftime champion. Let's just talk about how, how great these championship belts look behind me. I, and for all you guys out there, you know, I know you really can't see it, but over here, there's a Flanagan's koozie. I got there. Look at that. Even support, even supporting local. You know, I, and of course our own koozies. You know, but it feels good to be the champion again. I, like I said, I feel like we might have to start adding punishments to this because I'm starting to run out of things to get you to bring me. And you know, I, I feel like you know, I I, I don't want to do that to you anymore. I feel like every time you go to Publix, you know, they see like, oh, well, what is he getting this week? Oh, he's getting wine. What are you eating your cereal oh, like coquito, bro? What, what, are you, what is it, cereal and milk, dude? <laughs> it, it's like, you, you know, know bro? it's like when you go to a Cuban, like Latin America, and you order tostada with a cafe con leche, and you dip your tostada in it. So all right, I, for I all you, my thing in it. For all you guys watching, oh, look, I got the more coquito in here. <laughs> all right, well, with that, we have a couple games. Uh, we looked through a lot of these NFL games. And there weren't a lot of them that looked very appealing. So, for the first time ever in four quarters history. You sure? Yeah, I don't think. Oh, I'm lying. We've done college. Yeah, right? what are you talking we've about? We've done wait, a couple times. Are you. It's, what would you put in this coquito? Uh, coconut, coconut Bacardi rum. Well, you'll see it. Four quarters. Check out. Look at me doing four quarters. Four quarters. <laughs> uh, our Instagram. We will post up the ingredients and recipe. Uh, this week for halftime, as my co-host was saying for the first time, not the first time. I uh, forgot for Thanksgiving that we did we that one college game. Bama versus Florida, who just lost. <laughs> Losers. <laughs> Le Hoosers. Uh, and Metal's picking Bama. Uh, we have Clemson versus Notre Dame. I picked Clemson. Wow. My you didn't go for the Catholics? Mm-mm. Wow, bro. That fighting Irish. Nope. Look, you're a big LeBron James fan. He's a fighting Irish. From Let's not talk about LeBron. He's a Cleveland Brown fan this week. He's a, a Cowboy fan oh, the other day. Why, why was He's that a not a fan in baseball? Listen. I, you see, I say how it is. I'm just, I love, as much as I love LeBron, he's, you know, he's a little crazy when it comes to, to teams. He's like Drake. He just, every time, you don't even know what team he's rooting for. <laughs> uh, let's see. We have Dallas versus San Francisco. Melo picks San Francisco. Shout out to the Niners. I thought you were going to pick Dallas. That was surprising. Not. I said it. I would never pick the Dallas and Cowboys. And then we have New England alive. Patriots, 
who uh, are kind of struggling with Cam Newton. You think they're going to do a, a quarterback change or they're going to keep Cam? They got to go Cam. So they're playing against the 305, Miami. Almost, almost beat the best team in football. Almost. But it doesn't matter if you win by, a, by an inch or a mile. We lost. Uh, but I am taking Miami against New England. Uh, we have the Chicago Bears versus the Minnesota Vikings. I feel like we, the Bears and the Vikings have... We, so, I need someone, one of our fans, if they want to go back and look at all the halftime uh, games that we've gone through. And I believe, if you don't count Miami or the Giants, the Bears... And the Vikings are in every single halftime. Pretty much. They're just a confusing team because at the beginning of the season, at the beginning of the season, they were so good that we had them against good teams. And now they're <laughs> at that point where they're kind of like 50-50, like the Vikings. This is a perfect matchup. And Melo picked the Vikings. Of course, I got the Bears. And next interesting game we have is the Kansas City Chiefs, who may have to change their name. We haven't brought that up, but now with uh, we'll talk. We're gonna talk about it later. But the Kansas City Chiefs versus the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Melo picked the New Orleans Saints. I picked the Chiefs. I was gonna say Melo did not pick no damn. And last but not least, we have Cleveland versus the New York Giants. First, actually thinking about it, that game probably shouldn't be up there. You put it up there. I know, but I just thought about it. The Saints just lost to the Eagles. I know. It's already up there. You wrote it. It's boom. We're not changing it. It's in. Kansas City Chiefs versus the New Orleans. New Orleans Saints. Those are the games. Melo picked the Giants as huge. That the conspiracy is not the is end of, of, of halftime. Tell me, what do you want if you win? The conspiracy is happening. Everyone out there, you see it happening live. Uh, how about you go What first? conspiracy? You picked it. And you picked New Orleans. I no, you didn't. I no, picked I did. the Chiefs. But you picked the team. You picked the game, and I even said, "Dude, that's an interesting game." Mm-hmm. I did say that. Yeah. What do you want? What do you want if you win? Uh, uh, when I win, I'm gonna let you go first because I'm trying to think about this. Are you gonna keep your fit bind with the? No, Ooh. no, no. I, I changed no. it up. I want some hot chocolate and some Christmas cookies. All right, describe I want Christmas, Christmas cookies. cookies, and, cookies uh, Christmas? You? How do you not? There's a lot of different type of Christmas cookies. Surprise me. Christmas cookies. I and mean, it just surprised me. They got to taste good. Do you want me to bring you the sewing kit too? Those aren't Christmas cookies. Those are Christmas cookies. You better not bring me the sewing kit cookies. Everyone. Those are Christmas. Anyone watching, if you know what the sewing kit cookies are, are those Christmas cookies or not? Because they're Christmas cookies. Shout out to Kenny. Miami Miracle version 2. I just saw that the other day, man. What an amazing game. All right. So what do you want, dude? I told you. So, being that it's the 22nd or before that, or maybe we'll do the 23rd. We're, we're still debating. You will find out first. It's right before Christmas, so I feel like got to get in like a little bit of holiday cheer, even though we did Coquito this week. So, should we do? Yeah, let's do it. The real Christmas drink. I want egg nog. Next. I was going to say eggnog, but eggnog is so close <laughs> to like coquito. It's kind of the same thing. It, it's almost the same thing, except, you know, that's a real Christmas drink. This is like some Hispanic made up. Eggnog is coquito. Like, guys, Google this. 
Whoever's watching, eggnog and coquito are, are one and the same, are they not? No, that's like saying that uh, caramel is like dulce de leche. All right, well, in that case, I don't want hot chocolate, eggnog then. The, they are. There they, you go, uh, abuelas cookies. What does that even mean? You know what it means. <laughs> it's not abuelas cookies. Abuela didn't make those cookies. Abuelas cookies. So she, she went to Sedano's and bought herself a big tin can. We both are going to probably bring eggnog. Whoever wins has to bring eggnog. Whoever loses has to bring eggnog. But I want mine with Christmas cookies. Okay, so then I want my eggnog with cheese. Because that's what you wanted today with the coquito. This man, this man literally, in Miami terms, literally says, hey, should we get cheese? With the coquito? So what do you want? What do you want? You want soy and cake cookies? Abuela, abuela's cookies? Uh, I don't want Abuela's cookies. You know what? I want. I'm going to make you work for this one, too. I want eggnog. And on my side, I want myself some hot. I don't want myself uh, some grocery store ones. I want myself some hot and fresh, crispy cream donuts. Oh, that's going to be a tough one. I don't, I don't want the uh, little Publix ones you got to put in the microwave. Those won't count. I want hot and fresh. Well, I don't know if they're going to be hot and fresh. If the drive over there is going to be insane in the drive back. But I'll try my best for them to be hot and fresh, and I got to put them in the oven. You really are a man. Okay. Really am what? All right, Krispy Kreme donuts. Oh, All right. You, you, oh, you mean because... Uh, <laughs> it's far. <laughs> it's not that far. Hialeah is right there, man. All right. Moving on, that's the end of halftime. Melo, congratulations. I hope you're enjoying my Quattro Coquito with Nutella. Brought to you by the Four Quarter Show with the Koozies. Yeah, buddy. All right, let's put 12 minutes on the clock. Tree. Next, we have Lamar Jackson. He, him and the Baltimore Ravens beat the Cleveland Browns last night. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Is Lamar Jackson the real deal, or is he imposta? So, when we say the real deal, what are we saying? Like MVP or just good quarterback? Um, when I ask that question, I mean, is this championship? Is this Aaron Rodgers? Is this someone who's gonna, you know, be the reason why you win a championship? Type of greatness. When I mean real deal, is this the answer? Yes. Greatness. He'll, he'll be the reason. He's not an imposter. He won't get carried. He's not going to be a Trent Dilfer for that team. He'll be the reason they win. Do I think he's the, the MVP we saw last season? Not too much. But I do think he's good. He's a legit quarterback. He can only get better from here. Well, funny thing, Melo, is I want to say I was on the bandwagon of he was an imposter. But... He's young. He's coming from behind in some of these games. Uh, the Ravens, you can say, aren't as good as last year. And he's putting up numbers, and he's playing well. Uh, maybe not as good as last year because it wasn't MVP season. But, man, he's doing some amazing Michael Vick times three type of plays, you know? He has an arm like Vick. He runs like Vick. But I feel he has better pocket awareness. Or he's a better quarterback than Michael Vick overall. Okay, that's maybe not a better runner. Gonna but, say like uh, Michael Vick did what? Exactly? Yeah, but what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, imagine if Vick was a was a better quarterback. 
And he would, he, and he had those I mean, wheels. I think it'd be he'd if, be unstoppable if Michael Vick was more durable. It'd be sure, durable. But even then, he wasn't that. He wasn't a good as quarterback as as a uh, as uh, uh, Lamar Jackson. But I think he's the real deal. He's still young. I, I, so there was a point where I thought he was kind of like uh, Kirk Cousins or how they call him in uh, in Undisputed. That's the the show with Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. They call him Third Cousins. I love that nickname. Third, third cousins. cousins. I thought he had the third cousins uh, type <laughs> of game where he'll win these games for you, but then when it comes to a playoff game, you know, or a big or a big time game, it won't happen. But I think it's. I think if he keeps going to the playoffs, he's gonna get it. He's gonna get it. I mean, hopefully, what he's zero two, right? I mean, that's what everyone said. Maybe you know who Lamar. Young, that's the thing. I think he's still young. You though. know who Lamar Jackson could technically be? Philip Rivers. That's so happy you said that. So happy you said that. Uh, because that's exactly what I was thinking today when I wrote this one down was it reminds me of Philip Rivers, who was just constantly great, 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 great. And some will say that Philip Philip Rivers is the real deal. So if we're holding it the standard on that Philip Rivers or type of quarterback level, then yeah, he's the real deal. Philip Rivers is the real deal. The I'm real asking, deal do you think he's the real deal? Do you think Philip Rivers is the real deal? He's a okay court he's a no, he's a good quarterback. He's got his little records because of how many games he's played. But is he the guy to put you over that hump? Nope. And that might be where Lamar Jackson is. He's just not going to be the player where he, he'll get you. He'll, give, he'll leave you in the game. But he might not be the one to, to seal it out. And, I mean, he's, he's 0-2 in the playoffs. So, no. He, he's not going up against the Patriots. Tom Brady's Patriots like Phillip Rivers was. Agree. Well, He's going up against my homie. Shout out to Daphne saying that I'm going to win this week, so I don't got to worry about the donuts. Thank you. Appreciate He's that. He's been saying that for what, the last three weeks now? Wow, bro. You got on one winning streak and look at you. But uh, with that being said about Lamar Jackson, um, there was an unfortunate incident yesterday that we had to discuss. Hopefully, we will discuss discuss about it too long. Uh, <laughs> what's up with this cramp situation that happened yesterday? You mean when he was running to the bathroom? Yeah, he, he went to, he was cramping. He was crapping. Crapping. Oh, yeah, crapping. That's what happened. He was crapping, you know. Sorry, he, folks. We had to bring this up. He, he had a little, uh, what is it, a prairie dog moment, right? That's what was happening? Look, uh, if, if you guys have not seen the video, go look up Lamar Jackson. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. It's the video. It's the video. It's the video that's very, that's very, I, I wanted to argue that it was cramping, cramp. Being, but then the issue is it was cold outside. Usually you cramp when it's really hot because you're sweating and you're dehydrating water. Even though when it's cold, your body actually works harder because it's cold. But usually you don't cramp when it's cold. So when I saw the video of him running to the bathroom, I had you know we've all been in that situation. So it's, we've all like I said, anyone that has not seen the video, go look at Lamar Jackson. Running to the running to the locker Just room. Just check your Instagram feed. I'm pretty sure there's a thousand and, memes. Honestly, and, and I don't. You, everyone has done that run of oh. It, at one point when I saw it from like I saw it, I think it was from like a smaller uh, video. It actually looked like you know he was holding his hand behind his on his buttocks, like he was trying to hold something in. And then when I saw it again, you could tell that he was like there. And then when the when the person came out of the locker room, he was like, "Get out of the way!" Like he was in a hurry to get back there. So come on, just say it. It happens. It's natural. 
You know, shout out to Pop Pierce. He said the same thing. Pop Pierce is like, man, I had to go. But uh, it's, I'm happy Lamar didn't come out in a wheelchair because that would have been something else. Uh, next topic, moving on from one quarterback to another great quarterback in the league. Should I say great? Is it too early? I think we've had this impasta, we asked a uh, real deal impasta. question about this man. The Buffalo Bills starting quarterback Josh Allen, um, which, let me say something to this, Colin Coward, he, is, uh, he works for Fox News. He has his own show, The Herd. He has them as the best team in the league right now. His wow. top 10 teams, he put the Bills, because he does the, the top 10 um, every, every, every Tuesday. And he always does it by what they are today, like that day. Not overall, just that day. And he thinks the Bills are the best team in the league. With that being said, what do you think of Josh Allen as a quarterback in the Bills? But most importantly, did you watch his pep talk? And now he told the guys, we'll leave the dancing to them. Because Juju, ladies and gentlemen, Juju Smith, he was doing this dance in the middle of the Bills stadium, just doing his little thing, just dancing up on them. On the logo. And then and then Josh Allen, before the game, just got his team together and said, we'll leave the dancing to them. And just, you know, broke, break. And then they went out there and beat the brakes off of the Steelers. Man, I, th- I think I gotta find out about the Steelers. They look like imposters right now. But with Josh Allen, what he's doing right now with this team, he's doing what only one other quarterback for this team did, and that was Jim Kelly. And he's putting up very similar numbers to him. So, I, I, man, I like it. Although I think I might have handled that situation a little bit more differently. It's like what I told you a couple weeks ago when. And I think they did it one of these past weekend too, when the Chiefs are there like celebrating and dancing and basically like disrespecting the other team. I would have done something myself, whether it was you know, hey, I'll take a unsportsmanlike conduct penalty and show them to shut up or stop dancing and play the game. So I actually he took obviously Josh Allen took the the higher route, the higher road, and much respect. He went out there and he balled. He balled and he's he's putting his, he is putting his team in a position to win. I don't know if they're the best team. I still think Kansas City is, but they are beating legit teams. They're not beating the Miami Dolphins every week or the Jets every week, even though they are in their division. They are beating. The Did you say the Miami Dolphins and the Jets in the same sentence? We're a good team. You mean they're not playing the Giants the or the Dolphins, Jets every week? The Miami Dolphins. They're not playing the. You could have said week. the Patriots. You could have the Patriots and the Jets, but you do a slight diss of the Miami Dolphins, who currently have a better record than your New York Giants and a better quarterback for that matter. So the fact that you say they're not being the Miami Dolphins is kind of like dumb. You sound it's like Harry Irving right it's now. It's not. You guys play the the defeated team twice a year. If the Giants played the defeated the team The Giants played twice three year, of the shittiest teams in the league were, twice not. a year. Oh, no, oh now there's twice shitty. a year you play no. three of the shittiest teams. I'm sorry. Which which team in your division has a winning record? Wow, I'll wait for it. None. None. Because that's because, that, that is because the teams that they are playing. Are tough you are teams. you you I'm are sorry, last things last because I the checked. Giants we stink. beat the Seattle the Giants, Seahawks. The Giants, that the Cowboys, the Washington beat. 
football team and the Eagles all stink. Last stink. I checked, we beat the Seattle I've never Seahawks. Seen, I've never that's seen. The Dolphins could yo, not let the Seahawks. You are in a division where so, there's a quarterback controversy in every single team. That. There is a quarterback controversy in every single team. I've never seen that before. It's crazy how much, but whatever. There's the no East, quarterback controversy. We're going to talk about York. that next. That's that's core number four. Let's no talk about in New York. You know, so. I didn't even get to talk about Josh Allen. I thought what he did was dope as hell. That was the bad. That was the bad man in him. I loved every minute of that. He told his team to leave them dancing, made them look ridiculous, and just beat the brakes off them. I think the Bills showed a lot of what the Steelers are lacking. They need a couple more things. Uh, they're depending on Ben Roethlisberger too much, and I think he's at the point of his career where I don't think he can do some of the things to win ball games as like Tom. You know, Tom Brady is probably in that same boat right now where they're not young and youthful. You you can't just depend on them to win. You got to give them pieces. There's definitely a Peyton Manning situation where the Broncos had a, an amazing defense, had everything around them. Big man, Tom Brady need these things, and the Bills just showed that the Steelers are not a complete team. What's hurting them a lot is. Big Ben is used to having a running game. Yeah. And he doesn't have that this year. He does not have this this season. And that's a big piece for aging quarterbacks. You need to have a good run game because if you don't, they're not going to worry about who's back there with you. They'll be like, oh, who's back there? Uh, Deion Lewis? Dad, don't worry about it. He's not going to do anything. If anything, he's going to come out and be a receiver. Well, to finish the quarter off, I heard of an interesting theory today that made me laugh. Uh, The New England Patriots... uh, Theory says that they will play the Jets and bench Cam Newton so that the Jets can win the game and the Jaguars end up with Trevor Lawrence because they say the Patriots do not want to face Trevor Lawrence for the next couple years. They don't want to deal with that. Bill Belichick's here for the long run. He says, nope, I am not going to win that game. Let the Jets do this. I'm going to give the Jets their first one of the season. Do you think that is plot? Do you think that that could be remotely true, or is that just you know, too to that? No, that can't happen. I mean, it's the New England Patriots. They things that you think wouldn't happen happen with them. So, can you really think that this isn't isn't in Belichick's mind? I think it it, it could be. I think it might be. I love it. Why not? I, My only think- thing is is what I told you instead, and I said. What is, maybe not you know what maybe this that plays into what I think and that is here I'll take off the banner while I spew my conspiracy theory out here if they do lose to the Jets they I mean look the Jets look like they lost to the to the Raiders on purpose so New England could do it if they lose to them and somehow the Jacksonville gets that first seed trade with Jackson if you're the Patriots trade with Jacksonville Take that pressure off of you. You bring, you draft Trevor Lawrence, and then the Jacksonville Jaguars are still going to have a top 10 pick. I don't see why you don't do that. I thought they could have done that with the Jets, but now thinking about it, why would they want to do that with someone in their own division? Go, go ahead and do it with Jacksonville. All right, everybody. You heard your first on the Patriots theory. Well, you didn't hear first. It's probably been, you know, because I saw it online, so. But whatever, we're talking nonsense today since Mellow. This is the first time we, we bet on SAA games. Uh, all right, moving on to the last and final quarter. Put your fours up, everyone. It's the fourth quarter in the fourth quarter show with Mellow and Align. Starting the 12th quarter right now. 
NFC least. The worst division in football this year. Let Here me clear that up because he always argues that. The worst division in football this year. They do not have a winning team. They are terrible. Let's start off with the Eagles who just made an adjustment. And I hope they continue because it scares my co-host. That Jalen Hurts is the new starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. What do you think about that win? Do you think the Eagles won it? Or do you think that the Saints just had no idea what to expect from Jalen Hurts so they didn't know how to play him? First off, I think it's blasphemous for you to say that they're the worst division because, if anything, they're the most competitive division. Name a worst division. Honestly, the NFC North is looking pretty lousy right now. It's only the Packers and everyone else. I said else. name a worst, not pretty lousy. What's the worst division pretty in football? Pretty lousy. Is Which is the worst division in football? I, I don't know. We can go ahead and say that the team, that the division with the, that the, the, the division. team is pretty bad and can possibly be compared to another division that it's all competitive, that you never know who's going to win. Everyone's in the hunt. They're the worst division in football. There's going to be a playoff team without a winning record. That it's always That's sad and pathetic. True. That is always sad and pathetic. That's not true. If Washington wins out, they're nine and seven. You, if they win out, they make the playoffs, and the Giants are losers. So thank you for speaking that to existence. We're People, not losers. Please cut that up. Please cut that up because that's going to be my new favorite Jiffer video that I'm going to be watching 24 seven. The fact that this man just said that the Washington football team is going to go nine and seven. I said you they much. could go nine and well, seven. And you know what? We're wasting time. And no, no, no. They could go Jaylen nine and seven. Hurts, can we? Can we stick? Can we stick to the question at hand? Jalen Hurts, new starter. Should they keep him? Should Wentz be on the bench? What's going on? Um, is that a Christmas thing? Wentz on the bench? It is. It is this year because he's not going to be playing. I honestly, this, it's just so much money they're leaving there with Wentz that. If anything, I hope Jalen Hurts. Plays amazing, and they do a Kevin Cobb. No, I mean I'm lying. I don't hope that because I'm a Giants fan. But if I'm thinking Eagles fan perspective, do it. Do what you did with Kevin Cobb. He went out there, he balled for your what two or three games, and then you shipped him off to Arizona. Do the same thing with Hurts. Get yourself a good draft pick from the Jaguars or somewhere else, and hope that you know it's someone else's problem. He looked. He didn't look bad against the Saints, but I mean, when your other quarterback is the lead leaguing, oh, I'm sorry, the league leading, league eaging, <laughs> I said lead leading, lead eaging, giveaway uh, player, hey, he, he can go ahead and sit down for the rest of the season. Well, Melo, um, I think Jaden Hurst should be given a chance for a couple more games to let, you know, I, I let him finish the season. I don't, I don't know about finishing the season. I'll just I'll play it by ear. You know, I'll see how Jalen Hurts is doing, and then I'll put Wednesday because maybe this this fire is building in Wentz, and 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 he'll hopefully play better. We've seen him be talented. We've there, seen him play well. But for what? There's they don't get right now. The way the standings look, they are four eight and one. The way the standing looks, anybody can make the playoffs. The Cowboys can make the playoffs if they continue winning ball games. They're not gonna. Make That's the, the way, guys. Though, okay. For people who don't know what's going on in football, the NFC lease is the worst team in the league. Any uh, any one of those teams can make the playoffs. Any one of them. The Cowboys are still in contention. It is, uh, that's okay. only the Redskins, right. uh, the football team, that, and that, the Giants. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're the Cowboys are out. Excuses, which leads to my next question. 
Is Daniel Jones the starting quarterback for the New York Giants? Is Daniel Jones, should he continue being the starter? Is is he the future? I mean, I think... You let me could, bring up you, one interesting... You, you can Google all these answers up, and it's let me, yes. Let me bring up one interesting stat, right? The last time Daniel Jones threw a touchdown was November 8th. Was the last time he threw a so touchdown. So in, be, in between that, I know there was a bye week. There was a in week between he was hurt. That, in between that, there was a game so, against the Eagles where he didn't throw a touchdown. There was a game against Cincinnati where he didn't throw a touchdown. There was a game against Arizona where he didn't throw a touchdown. So out of all those games you just named, how many of them did he win? He is a starting quarterback. In the how many of them did he how win? Is he not, how how is he not many of them did he win? Because the last I checked, it was just one that he didn't. So, he, if if that team doesn't wow, have to throw he beat touchdown. the Bengals, wow, wow, and he beat the Eagles who didn't have Wentz. I can't wait till they play with Jalen Hurts and see how pathetic they look. I can't wait to see that. But honestly, do you think, honestly speaking, you think he is the answer for your organization, or are you just gonna spit here and spew all this nonsense? Like, be honest, be unbiased, be come on. on I am opinion. the most unbiased. That is not true. Because if. Because Sports you're not. Because if this was me, ever. I would say Daniel Jones is garbage. He's the quarterback for my team, and I don't. I, he's not the answer. He needs to be benched. But that's you being biased. That's we, me being honest. It's not being honest because absolutely. Clear, you want to know why it's not being honest? And I'm gonna let everyone out there know a little story. He brought the same argument up to someone else, and guess what they said? Wow, you're supposed to be a sports podcaster. You should think about something else. Because he was wrong, and he's wrong about this. Daniel, jo- this is Daniel Jones' second year in the league. Again, no. You're talking about someone who no who is, offense. You're talking about an attorney no, who does uh, not watch sports. He doesn't know anything about Daniel Jones, no. and and he the only heard the only name he heard me say was Colt McCoy. <laughs> no, yeah, that, that that when you start to argue with Colt McCoy, there's a problem. Well, if anything, that Colt McCoy has a win, according to you. Oh, how many wins? Did, how many wins does Colt McCoy have this season? He's an undefeated giant. And Daniel Jones has three. Or I'm sorry, four. Right? So. I believe Colt anyway. McCoy has as many touches as Daniel Jones the past month. Uh, Daniel Jones has rushing touchdowns. But. It's oh <laughs> anyway. pathetic is that. That's, that's the most you have. It's not pathetic. So you think. So, so when, Lamar Jackson, when Lamar Jackson gets rushing touchdowns. Oh, it's such a big Lamar Jackson throws for 300 yards. And he's an MVP. You really want to compare Lamar Jackson? Lamar Jackson leads his teams to playoffs. Daniel Jones will be a backup in four years. Daniel Jones will be a backup in nine months. You know what's funny? I Write saw, that down. I nine saw, months, I saw a Daniel lot Jones of people, will be a backup. A lot of people say the same thing about a quarterback in New York that used to wear number 10. And what did he, went to go, what did he go do? He won two Super Bowls. Eli Manning was actually good. He was, a, he was supposed to be here. Nobody said that about Eli Manning. Eli a lot Manning, of people the said team about Eli. Oh, that's so totally different. Totally Eli, different Eli's not paid in Manning. He can't get the job done. When he comes to the playoffs, he just chokes. And what he But at least he makes much. it to the playoffs. Daniel Jones won't make it to the playoffs. He let me could. change that because any team can make it to the playoffs. God forbid. You see, I, I, let me not buy, let me let me be careful because Cole McCoy might lead this team to the playoffs, and then Daniel Jones makes it, and then he fucking say he says some Cole nonsense. Jeez, right. I I know Eli Manning is good, but if you would have spoken to this man for the past decade about Eli Manning, not it's the same thing that I'm hearing Why about do Daniel Jones. Up the past? Why do you keep bringing up all these things? I never look. I, if anything, I say Eli Manning. 
I, I always said Eli Manning is clutch as hell. Eli Manning is Eli Manning's that guy who might not lead you, might not be the reason why you make it to the playoffs. But man, if you're in the playoffs, Eli's gonna win you that game. Eli's gonna Eli's gonna do what he can do. Like that's the truth about Eli. He's not the greatest, the greatest like seasoned quarterback. But when he makes it to the finals, when he makes it to the playoffs, Eli Manning does work, and I give him props for that. But that's the thing with Eli. That's why it's confusing. Is he Hall of Famer? Is he not? His stats don't show it. He His has stats two rings. Show it. What is, Eli Manning's a top ten? His top ten what a touchdowns yardage. How many starts of all time? What's his win? What's his it wins and losses? Brett Favre what, has the most interceptions of all time. What's Brett Favre's win loss record? It doesn't matter. That do, how, he has more Super Bowls than Brett Favre. How can you say that doesn't that doesn't matter? Eli has two can, Super Bowls. Of Brett how Favre's can won. a win loss not matter? Because he's it doesn't. Because you can be on lousy he's, teams. He's one of the. He's what? You he? I said you could be on lousy teams. And I've seen quarterbacks who are on lousy teams and still do amazing because that's what a great quarterback does. And that's what quarterbacks do. You're right. That's what quarterbacks which do. is why Eli Manning won two Super Bowls. How many did Brett Favre win again? Thank how many did How many Eli did Marino gets win again? Into the Hall of Fame because of his last name. That's that is it. not why that's he it. gets into the Hall of Fame. That's Eli ridiculous. Manning. Now moving on to that's ridiculous. Should the Cowboys sign Dak? Uh, there's spec. You know, there's there's the Cowboys are playing better after the second half of the season. They are. They are. They do seem to be picking it up. They did. You know, have a big win recently. Uh, what's better, a one game? I think they've won two games after this. After so this so break. so so that means that they've won as many games as they won in the first half, because they're four and eight. So exactly. And what are the Giants? They're five and wow, five. So five they have eight. one more win. Wow. So oh, I think the Cowboys are what terrible. So what does a one more win mean? Like if you're if you're terrible, what's one more win? All right. So should the Cowboys sign that? Do you think? Done. Do you think Dak has actually been? Has actually. Had been a band-aid or do you think Dak has fixed a lot of these problems that they have that they've had or do you think this team is just lousy and they'd still be in this position because I think if Dak was there this I mean team, this if, team would be in the playoffs if I'm gonna go with a line logic the Cowboys are terrible they suck oh who would want to be a Cowboys fan that's me you know actually being biased but going on his logic however that's not me uh, the Cowboys, I think Dak has honestly helped them a lot more than they thought. And Zeke has kind of gotten exposed this year. And I mean, that's something to do with the offensive line, but he has not looked as good as he had. And I think Dak, I think you need both of them together. And it's, I feel like this is proven. I think uh, you got to get rid of Mari Cooper's contract. That's way too much. You get, if you're able to get rid of that contract somehow, pay Dak and, you know, CeeDee Lamb looks really good still. I mean, right now he's looking good. So, you know, build around that. Build around younger guys. But Amari Cooper's not the answer for him. Uh, we did talk about this recently. Um, I think the Cowboys made a mistake by signing Cooper. I think it was Demarcus Lawrence name that I was trying to remember last time mm -hmm. that they overpaid. Uh, I think you overpaid Zeke. I know that's, that's, not, that's definitely not a... That's definitely a hot take there by saying that because Zeke is one of the best players in that team. But I feel you're overpaying a running back. You're overpaying Lawrence, who wasn't even a top two or top three uh, defensive end or defensive play line, you know, player. And and then overpaying a wide receiver is always a mistake, especially one that's not that important to your team like that. So I think the Cowboys should just not sign Dak. I am not so. Team Dak. I, I I don't think he's the answer. I I think especially now the team that you don't have, 
that your team is bad, and then you're going to put a quarterback that needs... You're going to put a quarterback that needs... If you had a great team and you had Dak, I, I would say go for it. Go for it. But you have to start from scratch and just and just fix your team. I don't think Dak is going to fix anything. You're just going to overpay Dak and then hope for the best. I don't know, man. It, it's tough. Well, the that's the that's quarter number four. But let's end four quarters with. Wait, uh, before we go, do you think you think it's McCarthy, Mike McCarthy, like uh, Cheese just said? I I feel like I don't want to blame him too much. I don't just know, because he yeah he dealt with so many injuries. Your star quarterback got hurt. It's very unfair. Your star quarterback got hurt. Your old line is hurt is is hurt also. So I I know Coach McCarthy might not be the answer, but it's also not fair to assume it's all his fault. Yeah. I would have liked to see Coach McCarthy with this record with Dak. J- Jason Garrett didn't have this problem. Just going to that's that true. Up. That's true. Um, but I will say Jason Garrett had many years to to fix this team and implement a system. Didn't work. So now Coach McCarthy has all the shitty players that this guy had was dealing with, and now he's trying to implement his system, and it's just <laughs> it's just not working out. But let's end it on a good note. Um, we talked about this last week, but now it's, you know, the Vanderbilt kicker, Sarah Fuller, last week on our last podcast, she was one of the first female kickers and she, she kicked off. This past week, weekend, uh, Sarah Fuller becomes the first woman to score in a Power 5 college football game. So, listen, I know I talked a lot of trash last week for for, for it just being a regular little kick. Um... And once again, Vanderbilt is still a losing season. They, they stink. They have nothing to play for. This is hey, this course touch a beautiful them. story for them to get news and for them to get attention. <laughs> but it doesn't take away that there's finally a woman in football um, who's doing some great things so that other girls can see, hey, you can, you can, you can do this if you want to. So yep, she's that's, basically a, that's, gonna a, that's be a beautiful the, story in itself. It's, gonna, she's, it's a stepping stone, essentially. And it sucks that... Uh, Vanderbilt's football game this upcoming weekend got canceled. So last weekend was her last college football game ever kicking. So it was it's a pretty big deal. So I mean, congrats to her from the four quarter show, Mel on the line. That was huge. I can't even imagine trying to kick that, even though I've loved I would love to try it out one day, but that's some pressure. You got some big guys coming at you. All right, so that's four quarters, everyone. Um, but we're not done. Oh, we're not? What's next? Oh, man, it's a tie game. It's it's crazy how it's always a tie game in our debate. Man, I, I would think that there's like some illegal betting going off because... You know what? I think what's going on is all of our viewers are eating Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, man. They uh, Buffalo, Buffalo Wild Wings, if you're listening... Um, you're not a sponsor, but we'd love if you were a sponsor. Uh, but they must be, uh, for all you guys who don't know, Buffalo Wild Wings, the commercial. Get it, the joke. They used to do the change the games, sprinklers come out, whatever. It's a tight <laughs> game, so we're moving on to OTOT. OTOT. What are the topics today, Melo, for OT? Fa- I know it's your favorite portion. Get to OT. Oh, I mean, this is everyone's favorite portion, no? Yeah, there was some tampering there. I don't know how we ended up tied. Clearly, you know, someone always wins. At least back there, it shows it. Uh, so the first thing that happened, and it was pretty big. It was happened yes last uh, last week when we were just getting off the air, I believe. 
And it is all these uh, announcements that were made by Disney. They made quite a quite a big splash in the television movies department. And one of those, which a lot of people like, uh, I'm a casual fan of, is Star Wars. Star Wars. Do you want to elaborate on that or no? Star Wars. Uh, yes, they have a uh, Disney Plus has a million new shows coming for Star Wars. Just opening up the universe, expanding their billion dollar industry. And hopefully they don't ruin more of the new trilogy that, that they can. Luckily, they're fixing it with The Mandalorian and Jon Favreau, who's definitely doing something great there. And they have so many new shows coming out. They, yeah, it was announced that it was 10 brand new or Star Wars original shows. And, I mean, I haven't even finished season one of The Mandalorian, so... I'm looking forward to the, the what's the director's name? A Tiki something, the one who uh, the guy who did uh, Thor Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, he's getting his own show. Uh, Obi Wan is getting his own show. So is Lando. They're doing a lot, and I do you think that them doing so many might actually hurt the product, or will you think this is a way of? No, nah, Star Wars is too big of an industry where it's not going to hurt it. It's yes, big. but you also. Here's the thing with Star Wars, and I don't want to offend anyone out there. Star Wars. I feel like Star Wars fans, like true, true diehard Star Wars fans, don't ever see anything wrong with any of the Star Wars product. And it's like, oh no, but episode one through three was so great. And Rogue One was fantastic. And it's like, like, it really wasn't. Sounds like New York Giants fans. It definitely It's pretty interesting how you brought that up. Uh, I think Star Wars fans... I think you're wrong. I believe Star Wars fans actually do trash uh, Star Wars whenever it is trash. I just think you have different variations of Star Wars fans on what they like and what they don't like. And it's just since there's so many of them, it looks like they all love everything. But I do feel there are Star Wars fans who hated this new trilogy... But there's some who love this one, and there's some that that hated the the last ones that George Lucas made. The last ones George Lucas made. Some of them hate. I think a lot of people hated them, but I feel the story was actually pretty good that they weren't like totally thrown out. And of course, the OG ones. I mean, I think Episode Three is fantastic. I love Episode Three. Yeah, Episode Three was great, and it's one of my favorite storylines. I loved the whole Anakin storyline, which is. One thing we're talking about is the Obi Wan, and they're bringing back Hayden Christensen and you and McGregor, like Kenny just said, Darth Vader. Oh boy! I mean, we've something threw me off about that though because they said there was gonna be a a matchup between you and McGregor and well against Obi Wan and Darth Vader. I've seen Star Wars movies and I don't think they're supposed to see each other until later. So I don't know how they're, I don't know. I guess they're just going to make it up. Pretend, nah, don't worry about this. They actually fought here, which they possibly would do. But I, I, I don't know how they're going to do this. So my question with this is, he's coming back as, back as Darth Vader, not as Anakin. Correct. So what, are they going to like adjust the, the voice box for us to hear him? Is he going to take it off and we're going to see Hayden Christensen bald because he's all burned up? Like... 
They'll probably adjust his voice. Yeah, yeah. And to I, sound like Hayden and Christensen? And I think, and I, I guess. Because if there's any other, he's always wearing the suit. How are we going to know it's him? Like I, I think that we're going to see his face. I feel they're going to fix it up. They're going to be taking his face on and off. Uh, they might have, um, they might have, uh, well, I don't want to say throwbacks. Why flashbacks? Flashbacks. Jesus. They Back might have flashback people. scenes. Uh, but yeah, I think they're going to use his voice and just change it up. I just don't know how I would see that working because you could have played Darth Vader and we could have said it was Hayden Christensen. Like, uh, they're gonna take Darth Vader is not a, it's a character that you don't need to see the person in the suit. They're gonna take his mask off. He, he, Uh, you know what it is? You know what it is? He hasn't done anything recently. I think his last movie was the last one with like T.I. and Chris Brown that was really awful. So they're like, hey, hey, are you doing anything? Nah, man, my career's over. You want to come back and play Darth Vader? Me? I think sure? this is his opportunity to save his his Darth Vader legacy and see his <laughs> acting chops. They're gonna take his mask off, and I feel they're gonna explore more of Darth Vader, which I feel would be amazing if you can continue the if you can continue the the Darth Vader storyline from the Anakin. And maybe we can see his inner fighting with himself, and maybe his voice. You hear his voice as he's fighting with himself, and how he's how Darth Vader is trying to trying to be the the overpowering thought instead of Anakin. I think that'll be cool because I feel there's still some some Anakin in him where there's an internal battle, and I think that it took many years for the dark side to really get him because you saw the pain. No spoilers. You saw the pain <laughs> when somebody passed away, and Anakin was like, "No." So, the the one I'm most looking forward to is Lando. You think they're gonna bring back a? a I think they're Gambino, bringing, childish Gambino. Yeah, I think that's what the rumor is. Either that, or they'll bring back Donald Glover. Or is childish I, Gambino doing ATL still? Or is that Donald Glover doing ATL? I think Donald Glover does ATL and then Atlanta. No, it's called Atlanta or ATL. It, Atlanta, yeah, and then Childish Gambino is the one that does Lando. Mm. So I think, I mean, you can get any any one Lando of those guys. Lando did not and, get a fair shake in that um, solo movie because, so, and when I say solo, I mean the Han Solo movie. Not he had a solo. Mo- you get a uh, Han Solo movie, and they it, could always bring back the movie you know, was terrible. Darth Maul in the Lando series. I wish they would have brought Darth Maul in this new trilogy. I think that's where they failed. Imagine if you would have brought Darth Maul, you would have had all the fans from the from the episodes one through three, and then you brought Darth Maul into the into this new one where Darth Maul actually survived, and then he's making this whole new like Sith Lord. Dope, but he's so old. I'm so confused. They're the same dude. Who's the same dude? Anakin and Darth. Spoiler. Oh, yeah. Spoiler. Darth Vader. Spoiler. Yeah. Come on, Kenny. Yes. Sorry, Kenny. Yes. Um, but when I, I think I think it's what you're talking about, um, Kenny, is what I was referring to with Anakin and Darth Vader. They're the same dude, but um, in the in the actual story, he has to forget that he's Anakin. Like he has to like you know be like you know it's I'm no longer Anakin. I am now Darth Vader. Uh, oh, I know exactly you what he's talking wrong. about. You should have corrected me. I, I wanted to see how far you were going. Kenny, how did that go over your head? That's why we're joking, man. We're making a meme right now. Oh, boy. We should bring on Kenny right now. Kenny, you want to get on right now? We'll talk about Childish Gambino. Um, but, bro, I loved, loved, loved 
that original the original episode one, two, and three. Uh, and when I mean love, 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 I completely hated episode one. I thought it was pointless. I didn't know what the hell they were doing. You didn't like Qui Gon Jin. Episode two. Oh, you know what? Episode one was amazing because of Darth Maul. When he got the best thing in that movie was Darth Maul, and he was just like later best part of the movie. And then parts two, episode two got really good halfway through, and then episode three was awesome. I have yet to see episode two, so I gotta go Man, back and watch that. Episode two, I love that scene. I Anakin, that honestly, I think that for me, that's one of the best storylines is Anakin growing into Darth Vader. I so love how, what they did. I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no, I was gonna say, how would you? So, for anyone out there, if they wanted to rewatch it or watch it for the first time, how would you suggest watching the movies? How they Great came question. out? Question. There's two ways to watch them. You watch the George Lucas way. Or you watch it chronologically, right? So the George Lucas way would be the the years in which George Lucas dropped the movie. So the George Lucas way is where you start with episode four. Episodes four through six. Then you watch episodes one through three. And then you watch the new ones, mm-hmm. which would be seven to nine. That's the George Lucas way. It's the way he says to watch it. It definitely emphasizes some of the important moments, the surprises. Uh, now, the way I saw it was the chronological way, which is the way I recommend. I had already seen it the George Lucas way, so watching it again many years later this way, I thought it was amazing. I, I think you see the development of of Anakin and the story that even though the surprise is gone in the, in the uh, original trilogy, it's still exciting to watch because... The movies are old and some people might dislike that it's less action, but as, but at least now you know the storyline and what's going on when you watch these three. And it's more exciting because you have you know why Luke is there and who Luke is and, and you know Yoda and, and you see um, Obi-Wan and stuff like that. So it's actually dope. You see how Darth Vader became Darth Vader. So okay. Interesting. I did like that. I mean, my favorite part about the whole Star Wars series is Anakin. I'm always going to say it. He's my, it's my favorite storyline. Uh, Hayden Christensen was trash. Complete trash <laughs> acting. Not all his fault, but trash acting. How uh, is it not all his fault? I think I feel the direction and some of the lines they gave him were just... They didn't... I don't think they really... I don't feel they, they may have not explained to him what to do when the lines were just kind of like, here, one-liners. And it just didn't really add to him. And he could have told the story a little better. But man, when you think about it, wow, what a beautiful character, beautiful storyline that Anakin thing was. No, you're absolutely right. I think it went through. The, he had the most like trials and tribulation that happened to him. So, I mean, I have a bunch of theories. We, we can turn this into a Star Wars um, OT. Uh, I honestly feel if Qui- if Qui Gon does not die, then we never see Darth Vader. If so you Qui-Gon, think he would have kept Anakin if, alive? If Qui-Gon lives, there's never a Darth Vader. It's it's Anakin, and he becomes one of the best Jedi's of all time. Mm-hmm. I believe I believe I believe that because I think Anakin, all he wanted was someone to believe in him, and he always needed a father figure. And the way I see it is, Anakin, Qui-Gon was the first person to go. Hey, you are amazing. You're amazing, and you're going to be amazing, and I believe in you. And that was the first time somebody believed in him. And then when you would hear, you would see Anakin with the Jedi Council, they would all tell him, well, you ain't shit. You're going to actually, like, you know, you know, no, you're, you're not it. And then even um, Obi-Wan would kind of t- was not sure about him. Obi-Wan was like, oh, I guess, I guess I'll take care of you. And 
when Obi-Wan and, and Anakin finally got into that fight at the end. And uh, Obi-Wan said, oh, you're like a brother to me. And if you kind of hear that, it's beautiful. But in Anakin's ears, Anakin's always just wanted a father. He needed a father figure. He needed, he needed a, someone to help him, to guide him. And he never had that. Qui-Gon would have been that for him because he always believed in him. And he always had people who didn't believe in him. And guess who finally believed in him? Samuel Jackson. No, he didn't believe in him either. He okay. always thought he, he, he didn't believe him until he, until he told him to be a snitch. <laughs> Samuel Jackson was like, hey, hey, Hannigan, be a snitch, bro. <laughs> oh, man. I, do you think that... No, you oh. didn't answer my question. Do you... Whoa. Who finally believed in him? Uh, the Palpatine? I'm not wrong. Yeah, it was Palpatine. He's the one who finally believed in him. You know? Um, he's the one who finally believed in him. Darth Sidious. He finally believed in him at the end. And he was just like, you're going to do great things. Come to the dark side. You're going to be amazing. And then, boom, what happened? He finally asked someone to believe in him. And he goes, all right, I guess I should be in the dark side. Word. I th do you think maybe, uh, I was going to say Ewan McGregor, <laughs> Obi-Wan might have been a little bit, you know, jealous and resentful. Yeah. Like Qui-Gon was so like, yeah, it was hey, like there's a, this kid, he's the one. It's like, wait, it's a, It was a brother thing. It was a brother thing. He saw him as a brother. Um, I don't know if he resented him, but he definitely, he definitely got tired of, you even see it in the movie. He was always like, uh, Anakin was like, I saved your butt again. I'm always saving your butt. And they have jokes where he's like, oh, not that last time. Oh, he was like, not that last time. It was only 10 times, not 11 times. So for sure, he always had that like, man, he's better than me. I know he's better than me. So when you have that mentality and you're the one trying to train him, you're not seeing it as you're proud of him. You're seeing it as, oh, he's always saving my butt instead of being proud of him. So damn. So maybe, yeah, maybe if so, there's a maybe an alternative universe where Anakin, if Qui-Gon doesn't die, Anakin stays good and maybe Obi-Wan turns to the dark side. Think about it. If he was so jealous of Anakin and if he doesn't have if Anakin's getting all support from Qui-Gon Jinn there's a chance that maybe Palpatine goes hey Obi I got you over here I know but I guess the thing is is that is is that the only thing Obi-Wan has is jealousy because the thing is to go to the dark side you need you need hate anger and all these different things it could have turned into that they could build a story on that no you can you can you can i'm just i'm just elaborating on your thing because i feel to be the dark side you need you need more and i feel that's why and that's why luke never went to the dark side because he didn't suffer the way his dad did spoiler alert he didn't suffer the way anakin did he didn't suffer you know to, where to, anakin had no parents or anakin had nothing anakin <laughs> Anakin was a Jedi and he had resentment. And so, did, what's this guy's name? Uh, uh, from the new ones, Kylo Ren. I, I don't think nobody's talking about those. <laughs> Kylo Ren went to the dark side too. And he, yeah, yeah the new three. You know what happened with the new three? The new three were a disaster because every time you would have a new director, you didn't have a, a complete storyline. And it's it happens the same thing in TV shows. In TV shows, uh, if you just if you just come out with a good show and you don't have a clear ending, you just keep pushing it and pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. That's to the point where a series just becomes bad. But if you know from the get, you go, okay, this is what we're gonna do. This is where it ends. This is our story. That's where you can come up with a great story. And Star Wars didn't have that. Every episode 
seven, eight, and nine were different. Didn't know what they were doing. Every time it gets turned around, I thought it was to its detriment instead of instead of it working out. So if the, when the next three that come out, which will probably be soon because they're going to just keep monetizing and making money, get one director, have him make all three, or have three directors but have a clear plan. Tell them, hey, this is the storyline. This is what we need. Could be. A, who, who knows? They might like, just stick with the shows and not do any movies anymore. Probably. I hope. I hope that they they go ten years without making movies. I really hope that ten, fifteen years without making a Star Wars movies. I think one of the beautiful things about Star Wars that brings generations together is that the first ones that came out were the eighties, seventy nine, you know, and eighties, and then the next ones came out early two thousands, and then these came out now. I think that's beautiful. I think that that adds to you know the lore, and you have you have grandparents, you have three generations of families, you know, three. Uh, so Enjoy. I think it's dope. So a lot you guys like the Star Wars, I mean, because we do Star Wars talk. Yeah, you guys we like this, I, you know. I'm, clearly, I like Star Wars too much. Well, one other thing that was announced was. Marvel also announced its upcoming would be phase four and five, and we got quite a couple of uh, interesting movies and dates released. So we got a, a date for Black Widow finally after you know a whole year, May seventh, twenty twenty one. Poor Black Widow, she's the best female character, and they're just pushing I, I just pushing you know what sucks. Her. You're absolutely right. She was, and I hate that they killed her because I have spoiler alert. Sorry, sorry, everyone out there. Uh, you know, it's funny that we say spoilers and then we say spoiler alert. Yeah. Sorry. Like. <laughs> uh, spoiler, yeah, spoiler alert. They, she dies. And then they make this movie. And I'm not as invested as I would in another movie. Absolutely. Because it's something that was obviously happens before. And I, I don't know. Then uh, I'm just going to go. There's a bunch here. But I'm just going to go through the main ones. We have the uh, Spider-Man 3 with this amazing cast. December 17, 2021. So it will be at the end of next year. We have Doctor Strange, March 25th. What's it called? Does it say the name? I love the Doctor name. Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. That's dope as fuck. I hear rumor might be rated R. Man, that'd be it might great. be a scary movie. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's what they were trying to portray it as, like yeah, a yeah. horror one. They want to make it a scary movie. Thor, Love and Thunder, May 6th, 2022. And it's supposed to have the Guardians of the Galaxy in it. And Natalie Portman as the new Thor. Uh, Natalie Portman. Why is she in both of these topics? I don't think she's a good actress. But that's something else. We have Black Panther 2, July 8th, 2022. That's going to be a big one to see who they finally get. I really don't want them to give it to the sister, man. Really? I really want to get to the sister. You don't think What's her name? Suri in the story? Suri, yes. I think Suri should be her own badass character. And I think the... I feel they should give it to Michael B. Jordan or somebody else. You know, make it... You can give Michael B. Jordan any role. I feel I feel it should be different. Plus, I, the way you become Black Panther is you have to, you have to do the whole fight, and nobody's been talking about that. Everyone just keeps saying, "Oh, give it to Siri," but you gotta take the powers away from from the person. Why can't she do it? Okay, but here's the thing: she can't use her technology. She can't. She, oh, you can't. I was gonna say she can use all that. No, her they take everything away from you. They take oh, yeah. everything away from you, and they just give you like this. Don't you think people would have armor to be the Black Panther? No, they take everything away from you, and it's just you wearing this, and that's just not realistic. I, I what's that guy's name? The big one, the the, the one who's uh, huge. No, I, I forgot his name. I know what you're talking. You about. can't put your father like that guy is huge, and I'm supposed to. He is gonna go up there, want to fight. And I'm supposed to believe that's that series gonna go there and whoop him? 
Even even if he says no, I respect you, and I want Siri to be the queen. Could Black Widow go up there and whoop him? Who? That guy. Hmm. See. I don't know. I don't know. But even then, I don't think so. I don't know. You're in the you're in a little little pond next to a waterfall. Even if she does go do some crazy kicks, he'll just bear hug her, like just bear hug her, grab her, and then throw her, like. It's, it, I'm not trying to sound. I just I don't want to see something unrealistic. I just want to know how. And I don't get paid millions of dollars to do this, but I want to know how they're going to do that. Will she be a cool Black Panther? Maybe, sure. I, I don't know if I'm invested to see her as Black Panther. I think there's plenty of other people who can be Black Panther, but Michael Bay Jordan. I mean, and, and I know it's not. A, I know it's not a popular thought, but you can also recast him. Disney said they're not going to, but. That's I, gonna be a tough recasting. It's just like trying to recast Robert Downey. But Jr. I disagree. Why? Because Robert Downey Jr., when he was when he was Iron Man, man, he was Iron Man, and he he started all of this. Black Pan, uh, uh, Chad Boswick, R.I.P. Amazing, like great actor, but as Black Panther, I don't see him as like oh he's Black Panther. He is a badass Black Panther, but I don't remember thinking like oh man, you know he is he is Black Panther. No, nah, I don't think oh he's a badass Black Panther. The movie's badass. But I don't remember him being this great, like like Robert Downey Jr. is, and that's rare. Like it's, this I, I guess some, maybe it's because it's rare. You know, it's hard to find right. that. There's not many characters who can do it. But I think it's maybe because his tenure as Black as Black Panther was it was throughout a couple movies, but it was they were like back to back to back to back. I almost it, cramped. <laughs> it wasn't Lamar Jack. No, for real. And I'm not. No, I'm sorry. It wasn't uh, Robert Downey Jr. that you know spanned it over a decade. So. All right. Well, next up we have probably look the first billion dollar billion dollar hit that that uh, Marvel Studios had was so they're gonna make another one, Captain Marvel two, November eleventh, twenty twenty. That's misinformation. That wasn't their first billion dollar hit. It was. It was not. Their oh, first. on twenty given that was Marvel Studios' first billion dollar hit in twenty nineteen. Whose? Marvel Studios. Their so, first hit in twenty nineteen, but it wasn't their first billion dollar movie. Are you sure? That's missing. Yeah, it was not their first billion dollar movie. I don't know. Maybe you're, no. Captain Marvel came out after. Yeah, you're right. I think it might have been Black Panther. No. Either way, I'm not excited about Captain Marvel two. I wasn't. The first one was Avengers Infinity War was billion dollars 2018. Infinity War. Oh, that's right. Avengers Age of Ultron was a billion. Black Panther 18 billion. Iron Man three hit a billion. I mean, that was not their first billion dollar movie. I don't know. I'm reading a website's information. And either way, that takes away from the fact that I don't Do think you Captain realize the, the, the strategy on Captain Marvel? That movie's terrible. I'm, I'm I don't like Captain Marvel. And, and, and that movie's terrible. The only reason why that movie got a billion dollars was because they dropped it right before their biggest flipping movie that they have. So people were like, I have to watch this movie so I can know because they're, they're so smart. It was genius strategy. Let's drop this movie right here, right before we drop one of the biggest movies. And if people and you really watch didn't it, have to watch it. You didn't I have still, to watch it. yeah, I, I, I didn't, I, I didn't watch it. I rewatched. I was rewatching all of them. I skipped it. It's not important. I'm not gonna watch it, this movie. It was not a good movie. Not a good movie. It has nothing to do with her, with it being a female movie. And that's the thing, a misconception that a lot of people have that they think we're trashing it because it's a female star when. I I'm, I cannot wait to see Black Widow. Well, honestly, my biggest thing is that it's it's not even like 
with the content of the movie, it is Brie Larson. I don't think Brie Larson is great in that role. Oh, the, the movie's no, it's the, bro, the movie sucked. But go ahead. But, but I'm saying she didn't help it. Her acting was atrocious. If her acting, put it like this. I'll give you a perfect example. I love the spot, the new Spider-Man, Spider-Man movies. I don't love Zendaya. I don't think she's a good actor. Her character leaves me so blah when I watch her. That's her acting. Yeah, it, it's there's no emotion, and that's how I feel about Brie Larson. You know, she should stick to you know her serious roles where you know she doesn't have to put too much effort in her acting. I don't think she's good. I'm sorry, I, that might be an unpopular opinion, but I don't think she, I didn't think it helped her. Moving on, we have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. That's gonna be fun. Sometime in 2023. Two was okay. Two wasn't bad. It was just okay. it just didn't go with the story. I feel uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Two was a filler movie. If yeah. I can call it something, it was a filler movie. It was. It was, it was, it, it was honestly. Maybe they might go back to it because it was to introduce, you know, ego and all this other nonsense that they have. But yeah, it, it could have gone anywhere else. Next up, and we have now. We don't have a date for this one yet either. It's Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. So we're gonna have like Ant Man ripping his shirt off. No, no Hulk Hogan. No. Whatever. Well, Quantum Mania, Ant Man and the Wasp. So. But the biggest one, and let me make sure, yes, was announced. It's going to be the third time they do this. They reboot this series, and that is none other than Fantastic Four. You just skipped Winter Soldier, didn't you? Well, no, um, I just went through the movies. I didn't go through the got TV it, got shows. Uh, Fantastic Four, a lot of people are tired of it. They don't want to see it. But, guys, remember, now it's Marvel taking care of this. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully we get... Um, John Krasinski and his lovely wife. I hate that I forgot her name. Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. That'll be cool if he can be Mr. Fantastic. And Another movie with both of them, though? Like, come on. So? They're great. They're awesome. That'll be dope if he can I be like Mr. him Fantastic. as Mr. Fantastic. Invisible Woman, we can talk about maybe someone else. She could be in the running. I'm not saying she can't be. But... To be like, oh, I think that role is perfect for her. I'm okay. Fantastic Four reminds me of another great movie called The Brotherhood. <laughs> yeah, if it's okay. Z. That's shout out to Z, man. Um, I am excited uh, for Marvel movies because they haven't let me down. I'm just nervous to see how they take it. And if there's anything that we know about Marvel, they take their time and hopefully they don't they continue doing that. Take your time and 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 try to make another good story. So, hopefully, you said they're. So good, yeah, exactly that. They take their time. They don't rush it like DC. And uh, I mean, we'll see what they do with that. We got the exciting Wonder Woman in a in what in a week, I think. Right? We're gonna we're gonna watch. You guys that. want us to review that? What do you think? Um, no, we're gonna do that. We're we're gonna talk about it. We gotta watch Wonder Woman. And we'll we gotta put you know, the projector. We'll get the seats. We, we gotta talk about how great of a movie it's gonna be i did not like part one guys it was a good movie it was definitely better than captain marvel uh, i just thought the movie had a couple like kind of weird it's just we'll talk about it another time a lot of plot holes just saying uh but yeah exciting about marvel disney's just coming up with a bunch of different things man honestly uh and it's gonna be interesting with 2021 what happens uh since we can't go to the movies which are gonna be missed i do love going to the movies i think and this is my, you're going to hear it here. You're going to hear it here first. I think this is the death of movie theaters 
I forgot about that one. The, the Sp- way Into the Spider-Verse 2. Movie theaters, the way that they're set up now where you just watch a bunch of different movies there, I think we're going to see... Um, we're going to see like company owned movie company uh movie movie distributors as warner brothers we're gonna go to the warner brothers cinema oh you don't think it's gonna be amc or no Cobb. i think we're, i think we're gonna, it's gonna go be like a like paramount pictures we're gonna theater. go to disney studios cinema i feel Shit. that that's how it's gonna be uh in the long run now you know and that's how but you know how i and i, I said this at the beginning of the pandemic if they want to come back they can come back but they have to stop thinking in the way that they were thinking now. They have to kind of take a step back, see what worked for them at the start. You're talking about movie theaters? Yes. And that is, pause, drive-in movie theaters. Okay. Come on now. If I'm, I would, I don't have to go sit with the, it's the whole thing. It's never going to pick up, dude. But it can, why wouldn't? Because why wouldn't people don't want to do that. What, people want to, people do it. No. You perfect example the dolphins during the uh, the pandemic before the season People started love football no no but they weren't showing football games they're showing old movies like back to the future you mean during a pandemic when nothing was open nothing else to do yeah think about it there was nothing else but, to do but, but think about it i couldn't think, go to a bar and drink you're absolutely right but think about it if you want to go watch a i'm not saying let's go watch i mean i watch back to the future any day but i'm not saying let's go watch back to the future again i'm saying you put your new movies out as in drive things drive-ins Town Miami Park. It looks like the fair is over. Take all of that off. You can but easily imagine put if, six. Imagine if it's it. still streaming. Imagine, okay, it's gonna. This is not gonna change. I think it's gonna be now. You stream it at your house. Would you go into your car and watch a movie, or would you just stream it from your from your home on your beautiful TV? If I could stream it, I'll do that. But exactly. But not not all the movies are gonna give you that. That's for there, now. I'm telling you, that's the future. It, it, this year is in a show. If people make money, it's gonna, it's gonna happen. That's what it, that's what the key thing is gonna be. If they make money, and what Warner people, Brothers is doing now, they're not gonna make a lot of money off of that. People don't want to leave their homes for a movie. Here's the thing: you do the, the car thing during a pandemic. I feel like, but I miss the movie theaters. Do oh, yes, the movie. Okay, but here's the thing: you want to get dressed up to go to a movie, get semi not not nice, but you you want to go. It's like a date night. You want to get dressed by the park with all these things, play the part. But if you're telling me I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put on I'm gonna put on whatever to get into a car and watch the movies, I'll just be like, let's stay home. Let's why? just stay home. But if you can't do that at home, why would you stay home? What do you mean I can't do that at home? If you if like, what I'm saying is okay, let's say after all the streaming thing goes out and that okay, we didn't make as big of a profit as we wanted to. How do we come back to the movie theaters when people still might not feel like it's safe or Bro, it's a year dirty? from now it's gonna be safe. A year from now the vaccine Every bro, think about okay. Think about yes, but, but think about you, how life is. There's always been pandemic. There's always been like a certain yes, but what away. you're not thinking about is how I'm gonna say it right now. I'm very different, Jeremy wise, than I was back before this started. I'm sorry. Growing up, we all knew about the five second rule. That shit's gone for me now. If I drop something on the floor. I don't care if it's my house. Yes, but you're still going to go out. We're going to go out, bro. Like It's different. You're talking about little things. We're going to wash our hands more. We're going to be more conscious. We're not going to eat from the floor anymore. But we want to go out. We're humans. We're going to go out. I mean, it's not going to change. Okay, but... We're some, more conscious but, at the gym. But think about it. Some people might be like, oh, man. Like, they, let's be real. Unless the movie theaters do something drastic, they don't clean those movie theater seats as well as they should. 
or the floors because they're gonna lower if if i can just think about my i can be in my car i'm gonna feel comfortable put the seat back i'm watching a movie you're gonna stay home i'm telling you you're gonna stay home and watch the, the i wouldn't stay because that's the best thing to do instead no. of if, well, if, you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna make the, the theater smaller. They're gonna have a big cinema. They're gonna have the chairs like they have been doing now. And the people who really want to go are gonna pay for that premium price and they're gonna go. There's people out there who love the movies that would pay twenty bucks per ticket. They don't care. All right. So moving on. It's a. It's no longer the five. It's a, it's three second rule now. Hi, Aaliyah, stand up. Last last topic because <laughs> we are running a little late. Cyberpunk, twenty seventy seven is a new video game. That been that's dropped for the new consoles. This was supposed to be like the new the new big video game, uh, sort of GTA meets The Witcher, uh, open world game with missions and all this all this cool stuff in the next gen consoles, and it's been a disaster. Oh, disaster is the least. Well, I I haven't heard really too much complaints from the new gen consoles. It's been the PS4 and the Xbox One that I've heard the most complaints about, and the creators of cyberpunk 2077 went out to say okay we're sorry about this for anyone with the ps4 xbox one that they're not happy they can get a refund right but they haven't xbox has apparently been okay with the refunds because what they're doing is they said yes but whatever console you have you have to go through their refund policy so xbox is very very uh oh if there's something like out of their control they'll go ahead and give you a refund PlayStation, however, has not been very cordial with that, and they have not been relief uh, releasing the refunds. So now these guys are like in a bigger mess because of it. And man, that's rough for this game that had so much hype. I was excited. I was a little bit excited, and I'm not normally too excited for games like this. And I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna get this. I'm not. I'm not getting any any new game until I get the. The next console. Okay, so I, I got. I, I, I skipped. I skipped uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which I really wanted to get because I'm big on Vikings. Didn't want to get it. Didn't want to use the money on a on a on a older you, gen game. You should have told me this sooner, bro. I would have not not have to change your Christmas gift. I mean, if you got it for me, I love it. I'm not gonna pay for it. But if you got me the <laughs> game, I'll gladly play. That's different. I don't want to pay for an older gen model when I really want the new system. So. It's a, I hope that, I hope Cyberpunk they fix the issues. Uh, luckily, in this new generation we have, where we can just send an update and fix the goddamn issue. It's as easy well, that, as that. Well, you know what their what their response to it was? They the game errors on consoles look more like ninety seven versus twenty seventy seven. Their response to it and was goes, the, I have never seen such terrible bugs in games before. See, their response to it on uh, Twitter was that they're gonna have patches. They did a two K. We have a couple more patches coming in to you know fix the problem. A couple, <laughs> a couple. Oh, man, you better <laughs> change the whole game. Advance to twenty seventy eight. No, I, I mean I know that's the thing is they're a good company, so it's a shame that this is happening. Uh, they said they're not gonna do the whole loot box thing. That they're, you know they're gonna have downloadable content and DLCs coming out soon that they're not gonna charge for. So that's th- that. These are bright things for gamers because as gamers we're already getting screwed over. And they're just taking our money. So I hope that Cyberpunk fixes the issue, these issues, you know, to show other companies that we care. So if Cyberpunk fixes, fixes the issues, they don't have loot boxes and they give us free downloadable content and DLCs, then 
buy this game, please. Show companies because it's just ridiculous how all these companies are just screwing us over at this point. That that was a uh, free Madden, EA. I don't remember when was the last time I FIFA. bought a Madden. I used to love Madden. I don't haven't bought a Madden in years, years, and I think I, I might give up 2K. I know I've, I've, I think one, one of these, I think that's it, man. 2K is just taking advantage. I I'm tired of it. I'm tired, tired of it. You literally have cars flying through walls and crashing while you're in a cutscene. That is embarrassing. <laughs> that's where, that's, that sounds almost as bad as a WWE 2K. Uh, and that one was <laughs> bad, dude. 20. Oh, man. All right, guys. Thank you for listening and tuning into our podcast. Uh, follow us on Instagram and twitter at the number four quarter show uh we will be posting the ingredients for our quattro coquito uh with nutella that i made for the halftime champion mellow and i'm cramping again um also brand new this week we're gonna come out with a schedule of episodes so you want to make sure that you are subscribed to our youtube channel because we're coming out, obviously, our show today on Tuesday. Ring that bell. Click on that bell. Like and subscribe. What do we got on Wednesday, Alain? Uh, just Wednesday. Case, just in case you missed the show. Tomorrow, you know, you missed the show. You just, you know, watch it on YouTube. You can also listen to it on Spotify and iTunes. Uh, or Apple Podcasts, I should say. Uh, the video is going to be up, so you can watch it on YouTube. Uh, but we also will be dropping... Uh, is it tomorrow? For which one? Uh, because we will be dropping preview videos and clips like we did last week. So that you guys can show your friends and show people, you know, some of the best arguments that you liked. Um, so we can, you know, hopefully get more people watching. Uh, but we, we are starting a new series. Yes, it is. Yes. And that is none other. It's called Spare Change. Spare Change. Uh, spare change we're gonna you know we're both gonna give you some more information a little change a little penny for your thoughts so we can uh we can give you something to you know think about to the next episode should be exciting maybe we talk about controversial stuff maybe we you know talk about things that we didn't debate that one of us is really passionate about i don't think we're going to be debating on that it's not going to be a very long video we're both each going to give our input on something that we have passion for so you can watch that tune in and also we will be doing a separate video where we have ot in its own video also so we will have ot in this video tomorrow when you watch it but if you liked what you saw in ot and just kind of want to send ot to somebody else or you have friends that aren't really into into sports that just want to hear about what we talked about then hey ot will have its own separate video also Exactly. You so, can share it and show it to people. And, you know, we're, we talked about Star Wars today and Marvel and things like that. And other people can tune in and watch also. So Exactly. So tune in the coming. whole week. We're going to have stuff coming out pretty much every single day. So stay tuned. Like I said, subscribe, like it, share it with everyone. We're here for you guys. All right. So with that being said, it's my co-host Melo, the Halftime Champion. I'm online. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for being a part of the change. Yes, and as always, we hope you left with a little bit of more common sense.